0: marines are the constant
1: our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com from the channel seed studios nick osin and jake brends talk all things big 12 this is firmly entrenched
2: powered by heartland flags and gifts every team every sport every flag almost here's nick and jake on iowa everywhere
1: Hello and welcome to the channel seeds studios. This is Firmly Entrenched. I'm Jake Brend from Local Five Sports. Joining me now is Nick Oson of 247 Sports CycloneAlert.com. Nick, you pumped? How's it going? I'm doing great, Jake. You know, we've been working towards this for a while.
0: Obviously, shared our announcements recently. The excitement's been out there, doing a little planning, and it's great be here in the channel seed studios getting this show rolling with you we're just a couple weeks away from some big 12 football jake
1: yeah how many days that's gosh my math should be better 16 17 something like that until iowa state welcomes you and i into jack Tri stadium week zero is next week is that right aiden is that when you're going to vegas that would be correct yeah yeah so our producer aiden wyatt is, is the man. Aiden and I go way back to our wide right Natty Light days, probably going on like four years now. So Aiden will be behind the scenes producing everything, making making Nick look pretty, making me sound good. But this show, it, it's going to be definitely Iowa State centered. Nick is a beat writer covering Iowa State. I'm a, I'm a lifelong Cyclone fan, but this is also going to be more of an emphasis on the Big 12 just because We've got so much Cyclone content coming from everywhere else at Iowa. We're really going to channel in on that Big 12. And we're going to normally schedule on Wednesdays. I know today's a Thursday, but once the season starts, we should be live every Wednesday at 11. Is that right? 11? Probably something like that. Wednesdays. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that sounds
0: about right, Jake. No, so we'll be going live. Uh, I think we're going to start the kind of live aspect on Wednesdays in a couple weeks, you know, leading up to football season really officially starting for college football, you know, Iowa state, like you mentioned, has a major focus around here. There are a couple other shows that are a little more ISU centric, but because of, you know, your long-term kind of fandom, obviously who I cover, who I love covering with the cyclones, they're still going to be at least somewhat heavily focused in some of our shows, certainly the big 12 aspect. And today, just because we don't have a ton of big 12 football quite yet this week, We're going to get a little extra, you know, personal kind of flavor and touches from us and Cyclones focus some kind of previews talking about fall camp a little bit. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, we're really grateful, obviously, Aiden and, you know, everybody that's tuning in this week and hopefully in the future.
1: Yeah. So let's dive into what this show is going to look like on a week to week basis, at least during football. So because we're recording on Wednesdays, that's going to be four days after games. So. It's going to be more limited on game reaction. We'll we'll certainly still have some of that, but it's mainly going to be focused around reactions to the Tuesday press conferences, not only for Matt Campbell, but around the Big 12. And there's some big personalities in the Big 12. We've got Mike Gundy. (laughs) We've got Dana Holgerson coming back to the conference at Houston. So those guys are usually soundbite machines. So we'll we'll be reacting to that the next day. And then along with that, we're going to be looking ahead more to the upcoming Saturday, giving our predictions, picks, and and just previewing games from, from every team across the Big 12. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's funny you first mentioned Gundy as that's kind of where my
0: head went. You know, I, I'm much less of a, a fan of his than I was when I was a kid. But, you know, when I went to uh, Big 12 media days, I remember I was like filling up my water, you know, trying to stay hydrated as we're working. And just several things coming up kind of like from his mouth, from the, uh, from the big stage, essentially the focus of like Bedlam rivalry and, you know, some of his issues with that, or like the transfer portal. Uh, he he's a good soundbite to generally be able to build some content off of, you know, I think Chris Kleiman an an Iowa guy, not necessarily, uh, maybe that eccentric or things of that nature. But I, I do think, You know, he's somebody that people generally follow a little bit. Right. I think I think climate, I think Lipole just in terms of the focus and kind of real connecting ability that he has. You mentioned Holgerson. I think some of these new programs like maybe a Central Florida will be fun to tune in on. And (laughs) yeah, I think it's gonna be definitely intriguing. Wouldn't you say Aiden?
2: Yeah, the Big Twelve is a fun conference for personalities for sure.
1: Uh, you, you mentioned Dana Holgerson. I don't anticipate Houston ever being good enough coming to Jack Trice stadium where an Iowa state win would mean a field storming, but that would be such full circle if it was so Holgerson could come back wearing different colors at a different school and call Iowa state fans unprofessional. It, so coaches, Iowa state fans makes me think we should probably explain the name a little bit. So for those who don't know, firmly entrenched is what Gene Chizik said in his second year at Iowa State when asked if he was going to leave. And he said, no, I'm firmly entrenched. Not too long after he took the Auburn job and cheated his way to a national championship. And he left Iowa State after winning, it was either two or three games in two seasons. And then, of course, the rest is history. But I was thinking about this today, just just with the name. As infamous as it was, I don't think Iowa State football is where they are today without Gene Chiswick. not because of anything that he did coaching wise or building relationships with the fans, because he clearly didn't do either of that. But <laughs> Paul Rhodes was really able to start kind of the momentum as far as fan support, facility support to where they are now, along with the help of Jamie Pollard. And he was able to do that because he, Definitely capitalized on some of the guys Chiswick recruited, but we don't need to talk about. We'll talk about Gene Chiswick more in a bit, but I want to hear about Nick. Whether maybe you're a fan of Local Five Sports, if you're from my hometown, Indianola, tuning in and you don't know who Nick is, Nick, you want to explain your journey to Des Moines a little bit? Absolutely, Jake. Yeah. So I'm, I guess, originally, originally uh,
0: from Rockford, Illinois. That's where I was born, spent the first couple, couple few years of my life. But grew up near Madison, Wisconsin, uh, decently small town of Wanakee. Actually, the same high school that current Cyclone tight end Andrew Keller went to oh. was a major star there. So that was that's kind of a cool connection we've got here. Uh, went to the University of Wisconsin, you know, in Madison. So with the Badgers, and I've really known, you know, I wanted to do something with sports, right? Sports media for a long time, and obviously not going to kind of go into everything here, though I know a lot of my readers have. I've enjoyed hearing about some of that stuff. But you know, I covered the Badgers a little bit in college, the Milwaukee Bucks. That was a real major highlight. But I'd say my first kind of big opportunity, Jake, came uh right after college. I went out to Washington, DC. Hadn't spent much time out there before, but actually got a a full time internship while I was there. It was full time, so a couple months uh with PTI. Pardon the interruption. Oh, yeah. M- Mike Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser. You know, kind of some of That's the awesome. Appreciate you, man. Some of the modern day legends that quite honestly have started a lot of this kind of like back and forth. You know, they really helped with things like first take and just kind of spots where you can really communicate more and focus maybe more on personality and debate. Still while kind of talking about the content, of course. I spent two years right after that, just about with ESPN, uh, working on Sports Center out in Bristol, Connecticut. Again, not like a huge place, especially for having that type of company out there. And then coming up on two years here, I'd say about 20, 21 months or so right now here in Iowa with 247 Sports, Cyclone Alert. I've loved it, man. I mean, I've said it since early on. I will say it all the time. This this fan base, like you alluded to with kind of some of the uh, fan support from like Rhodes into, of course, Matt Campbell. I think that aspect of things here is incredible i really like des moines i like ames i like people like you guys and you know just some of these opportunities obviously being able to hop on a show now with i mean we're kind of three people here working on this from really all different companies we all do a little bit of different things so it's been really cool jake that's a little bit of you know how i've gotten here and i'm just excited to officially i mean we've been talking about this for a while so to kind of get it you know, running off the ground, and obviously with the help of you know our
1: producer and just
0: this great content planning, I think it's going to be a lot of fun here. I really do.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, and I'm a bit of the opposite of Nick. I'm born and raised in Iowa. I was born in Des Moines, but lived in Indianola, Iowa my entire life. Is that where you went to high school? I don't remember. So yeah, I went to Indianola, and then I uh, I pulled an upset and broke all against all odds. I didn't go to Iowa state. I stayed in town and went to Simpson. So literally three months ago it was the first time I ever moved away from Indianola <laughs> as crazy as that so, is. So tennis played a role in,
0: in you going to not at all. No. Okay. No. That just ended up happening and kind of being a focus. I know that much.
1: Yeah. So I, uh, long story short, I went to Simpson because it felt like I got recruited to be there for journalism and broadcasting and all that stuff. And, and that was different than any other visit I went on. So we the, got a recruit the, over here, Aiden, know what? The, the tennis played no part. I actually had to be convinced to play tennis by someone on the women's team. And for some reason I did it. And then I became the first ever D3 NIL athlete. So I, I guess it paid <laughs> off, not, not anything. That I did on the court. So I, I went to Simpson, I was at Wide Right and Addie Light for five years. And then I, I interned at WHO 13 Sports Sound Off with Keith Murphy, John Sears, Mark Freund. And then I was able to land a job at local five sports during my, my senior year of college as a full-time employee. And now I'm still there and I'm excited to, to start this off. And it's uh it, it's a it's a cool opportunity because when you're on TV. It's a lot of reporting. You do get a show off personality in in a different way. There's just not a bunch of opinion or or commentary like like on a podcast. So so I'm excited to do that part. I just got a quick question because I know truly I've really learned recently,
0: as I alluded to with Aiden before, how big of an Iowa State fan you are, Jake. Did you ever kind of heavily consider going to school in Ames like with the cyclones and kind of studying that type of thing there or was it really okay Simpson's kind of really wanting me they're showing some love this was an easy decision
1: i so i went on a Simpson was my first visit and i'm like yeah i like it but but i don't want to stay in my hometown so i actually had signed paperwork to go to Iowa state where i was going to live who i was going to live with and all that stuff and last minute before really you could make an official decision Someone else from Simpson called me back in and convinced me. So yeah, I was, I was, uh, on a plane, like, uh, (laughs) like Stephen Leith on my way to Iowa state. And that one didn't end up happening,
0: but (laughs) the Travis Hunter late day flip, man, I respect it. That's awesome.
1: It was last minute and Aiden, he's a part of Iowa everywhere. So a lot of people listening, I'm sure know about him, but you want to tell us about yourself at all? You can say no. No. Okay. I'd like to keep, actually... Good to see Aiden. Yeah. I actually
2: like it when people know very little about me. He's
1: a man of why, many mysteries.
2: One of my favorite things, if I'm at a bar or a party or whatever. Big party guy. I'll talk <laughs> to someone for like an hour and never introduce myself. And then they just have no idea who I am. And then... I like that.
1: And then one of their friends will tell them after, like, do you realize you, you know were just talking to? You was. You oh, were just yeah, talking okay. to Aiden Wyatt okay. of, of Iowa yeah. Everywhere in Cyclone Fanatic. Hidden Wyatt party guy. <laughs> yeah, tell I know Nick a little bit. Oh yeah, okay. You Nicky know clicky. Nikki clicks. Nikki clicks gets the clicks. Nikki clicky. So one thing that Nick is really good at, maybe it's his best part, is he's super connected to the Iowa State program, whether football, basketball, women's basketball, and his boards are awesome. His premium boards. I read them all the time. I I get updates uh, on guys who are gonna be impact players that I'd never even heard of. So we're gonna introduce this thing called the two minute drill with Nick. He's gonna give a few, I guess, well nuggets. Would that be the right? Just notes. A few nuggets from his yeah. from his boards. Um just about Iowa State fall camp. But before that, I think you want to talk about some flags. Is that right? Definitely. Yeah, I,
0: I absolutely do. You know, I want to just say a quick thanks and a, a mention to Heartland Flags and Gifts uh, for the title sponsorship. You can find these flags online at heartlandflags.com or in store, 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines, in Des Moines, just right down the road, about 10, 15 minutes from us. Free shipping anywhere in the U.S. New products constantly. You can find just about any flag you might really want, you know, whether that's Iowa State whether you're maybe a fan of another team here in this state, whether that's Northern Iowa, Western Kentucky, thinking of some of the transfers that I would say have. Trey King. Trey King, absolutely primed for a big year in basketball. Going to have a little bit of a focus, but I mean, with the depth and kind of amount of content and flags that they have at Heartland Flags and Gifts, I could even maybe see something like, I don't know, a high school or like Simpson maybe?
1: Like Simpson College? Do you think they would have that? So I'm on heartlandflags.com right now. And I see Simpson college. That's so heartland flag. They know ball and I'm clicking on this flag right here. And and I'm going to need to call up our friends there. They do have the Simpson logo, but I don't know if you're familiar with this, but my alma mater has the greatest mascot in the history of, of sports. What's that? it's thunder, the elephant. Aiden, can you pull this up? I don't, I don't know how easy it'd be fi- It would be to find, but regardless, um, it's, it's an incredible, you know,
0: spot, sincerely heartland flags and gifts, that type of depth. We're going to see if Aiden can find the mascot Jake's alluding to, but right now is simply, we're a couple of weeks away from football, the perfect time to get your tailgating flags here for game days, et cetera. Cause remember as of right now, everybody is still undefeated heading into the season guys. So Truman you know, state, man, they've got, they've got some great flags. Yeah, on I know some people actually from Wanakee that went there. So, you know, that just kind of speaks to the depth that they have. And we're very grateful for what they provide here, Jake, in terms of the two minute drill, whether it's, you know, fall camp, like you alluded to right now, and we're hoping Aiden can find this for our, for our viewers here, or even throughout the season, you know, this is going to be kind of a feature segment, obviously going to leave, you know, some things to my dedicated uh, readers, subscribers, fans on the site, but just some some little notes um, that I've kind of learned or, or heard and garnered uh, throughout, you know, this fall camp that I'm comfortable kind of bringing on and, and sharing with people. So I think every time, whether I've been asked this today, Jake, by you or sometimes, you know, on the radio recently, my mind just continues to go. And it has really for the last month or so. To these young running backs, guys. Obviously, that was a room that dealt with a lot of injury for Iowa State last season. You know, Jirel Brock, uh, part of kind of the gambling investigation right now, so that is still kind of being uh, figured out. You know, with respect to that situation, Cartavius Norton, Eli Sanders, they're still on the younger side. Certainly, Norton, but I just continue to hear great things. True freshman, two true freshman tailbacks, Abu Sama. Oh, are, yeah. If you're listening to this, Jake and Aiden, you probably have heard that name. I mean, he is. You can't even really argue it sincerely. I really enjoyed getting to know him throughout the recruiting process. Simply one of the most decorated athletes, certainly in recent Iowa a high school you know, sports history, if not ever. I believe we were both. You know, I know a lot
1: of us media were at his record-breaking performance yeah. in the state title game. You were there too, Yeah, right? I was there for, for Local 5 and Friday Night Blitz covering the state championship. I have never, ever seen a high school athlete do what he did on that field. Truly, and, and and
0: Jake, you know, my partner here is not exaggerating things at all. I remember there were just kind of random media people, right, that I I didn't really know like that quite yet. And we were almost just laughing as the game progressed because it truly was a video game performance. I mean, whether you're playing with, like prime LT and Madden years ago, it's not likely you're getting nearly 400 rushing yards and six rushing touchdowns. Right. So all that to say, he has been a real bright spot. I, I think that the weight that he's put on since being in the program, as well as just during track season, he's come in physically ready. Jake, the talent has been there. The speed has been there. Coach Nate Shielhouse even spoke at, at the press conference this week about how incredible he has been as well as Carson Hansen. Now, that's a player that, you know, it came down to Iowa State and K-State. I got to know him really well throughout the process. And I think that people didn't necessarily uh maybe get as excited as they should have. I don't think a lot of people watch the film totally understand that. Not everybody does, but he played in like a, a wing power T type offense up in Minnesota. I believe it was with Lakeville South. And it was just a little bit under the radar. But both these guys, they won Gatorade Players of the Year in their respective states. And they've come in, Jake. And I'm getting this sense from a lot of the freshman class, but specifically these two mentally ready, physically ready. Even Cartavius Norton was telling me yesterday, these guys aren't shying away from the competition. They're battling. They're all learning from each other. And what, you know, finally we've kind of seen some of these highlights from like cyclone football account. Some of these runs, Jake and Aiden, these guys do not look and perform like freshmen right now. They really don't.
1: Yeah. That, I've obviously watched a ton of Abu Sama just over the years being a central Iowa kid. I, and I've watched some of Hanson's film and it, it's funny. <laughs> so I was golfing with Jeff Woody yesterday in a, in a golf tournament up in storm. Lake. Aiden was our, he was our cameraman. It felt like I was on the live golf tour. It, it was kind of freaky having a camera on me the whole time, but, but Jeff Woody, I state running back under Paul Rhodes was <laughs> just kind of going on a rant about, why, why would Carson Hanson be compared to Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> and he's oh, just like, geez. it's only because he's white. Like he's a great running back. And then really, Brent, Bloom, really good. Brent Bloom came in and he had a, he had a great one-liner and said, he's not Christian McCaffrey. He's between Christian McCaffrey and Jeff Woody. And And I thought that was perfect, <laughs> but it's just kind of crazy. The, the stereotypes that, we as the media, the people will, will put on players. So I think that can probably lead us into just our, our general football discussion that, that well, I had one more note. I oh, to you've got one on. more. Okay. Go yeah, ahead. I
0: also want to say So I'm, I'm very high on those young running backs as well as young tight ends. Jake, I think that, you know, I mentioned Andrew Keller. He's in the second year with the program. He'll be a guy you know, you see, especially in the passing game, but he's put on a lot of weight to kind of improve blocking as well. Gabe Burkle entering his second season in the program. I think he's somebody that you're really going to see in games come this fall. And then Ben Bramer, that was yep, a, that's a the late name. addition to the 23 class. Huge pickup from tight ends, coach Taylor Mauser, Matt Campbell, and this program, they flipped him from Nebraska. And when you put those guys in with, you know, Moore, Tyler Moore, who's been around, Uh, For a few years, Easton Dean's going to be the leader. I mean, I'm sure you can see me smiling a little bit. I'm excited for this team and this fan base because I think that they were maybe a little spoiled by the success of, like, you know, Saner, of course, Charlie Kohler, and then Chase Allen. And then it was a little tough for last season, but I I just expect, and I can say this quite confidently, the next one to three years at least are going to be really impressive with that unit, Jake, when Iowa state has found so much success offensively, the tight ends have been a staple. And I foresee that happening again, just with the sheer talent, depth and coaching that the team has there in that spot.
1: So the the running backs and the tight ends, of course, will, if Iowa state gets to a bowl game, it will be because of their success, which will be indirectly because of the offensive line. And yesterday at, at the cyclophanic road show, Someone asked a question to, I believe it was Jeff Woody about how Iowa State's going to handle the loss of Hunter Deckers and his, and I guess maybe what went wrong for Deckers last year. And what Woody said pretty much was that quarterbacks typically are not supposed to be playmakers unless you're talking about the most elite in the world. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, quarterbacks are supposed to be distributors. And it's no secret that Deckers had immense arm talent. But there was a lot of times last year where you, you he get in pressured situations, makes the wrong read, forces it into Xavier Hutchinson, throws an interception. And what 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 he's saying is whether it's Rocco Beck or JJ Cole, that these guys may not match the talent of Deckers immediately, but they might play better within the system. But none of that's gonna matter unless you have an offensive line to step up and be the catalyst for that run game, no matter which of the four running backs are behind the line. But I've got a, I've got a question on if not losing just specifically deckers, you don't want to pile on the guy, but from a culture standpoint, losing the four or five players that they've already lost or will lose from this gambling investigation if it's going to be addition by subtraction, because I think it will be, I, I think back to 2017, Matt Campbell's second year, I was front row at that Texas game when Jacob park played terrible and park all stand by. This is the most talented quarterback that I've ever seen come through Iowa state. I was too young for Seneca Wallace, but park could make any throw you, you wanted, he could read a defense, but there was just something not right with him as the leader of the team. And when he got kicked off the team and Kyle Kemp comes in a guy who (laughs) couldn't make the throws that park could a guy who, who couldn't throw 50 yards down the field, a guy who wasn't going to be getting looked at by any NFL team. He comes in, changes the season around completely almost rallied around Kemp. I think something similar can happen this year. I don't know if it will, but I think it can. I don't do you agree with
0: that? I certainly agree with the last part, Jake, that something like that can happen in terms of your, you know, exact question, like addition by subtraction. He, here is how I would kind of answer that. And I think it will answer that just a little bit indirectly. I get the sense, you know, being at, at these pressers and just kind of getting a feel, you know, for the program a little bit, obviously on the beat, <clears throat> I I get the sense that these guys, they haven't necessarily expected. When I say these guys, I mean, the team that is at camp, that's practicing. You're seeing the highlights right now. They haven't expected to have a lot, if any of the players that were involved in the investigation uh, really with them. So like, because of that, I I think that these guys have just been so laser focused on getting better every day because people they're going to talk about, you know, the gambling, obviously some, some of the media outside of this area has been, but to me kind of with my job, I like to really get into the football side of things. I think that there was already Jake a pretty heavy focus on, you know, improving offensive line play or getting bigger and like more comfortable and physical in the trenches, O-line, D-line, or just kind of staying healthy. I think there were so many other focuses that I can say pretty comfortably, (laughs) whether the team starts four and O, three and one, two and two, whatever that looks like, I think this gambling talk is going to be a thing of the past. So I think that's my best way to say I think it's going to be a subtraction of just kind of that conversation topic, the, but the distraction. It, yeah, exactly. But in terms of, of an addition by subtraction, I just think that the talent and the depth, I mean, I cover recruiting almost full time with within what I do. I know that these last couple of classes have been really, really, really good. Jake, you hear a lot of these names, whether it's, you know, from me, from other reporters or simply from the coaches themselves at these pressers, there is a clear level of excitement about some of these young guys. So I think that because that topic won't have to be talked about as much, there's going to be an addition just focusing on these young players. And do I think that true freshman JJ Cole is as talented as you know, some of what Deckers showed last year, like you alluded to with Woody? I guess we'll see. But I, I think either way, a guy like JJ Cole has a higher ceiling than Hunter Deckers could have just because of how he approaches everything, how he approaches the game, the amount of time he puts into his work, his craft. And Oh yeah. You know, he's six, 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 seven can deliver the ball probably as far, if not further than Decker's could. And I mean, he was a four-star guy for a reason.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a fun proposition, but before we get to that, I'd like to thank circus sports, Iowa, the, exclusive sports betting app of Iowa everywhere. This is an app I've had on my phone since I turned of age to gamble. And it is betting the way it should be. Highest limits, the lowest odds, the best odds. Sorry, the lowest holds, the best odds. You can download that app in the app store, wherever you get apps, Google Play. And Circus, like it's the golf odds. It's talked about all the time. It is insane how much better their odds are whether you're betting a major, but with that season wrapping down, we do have the Ryder Cup in a month. But I have the idea: what if we got two Farmagedons this year in back-to-back weeks? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I actually don't even know if Iowa State's going to make a bowl. But I was floating around on the Circus they will, they will, Sports app. Way. I was
0: that.
1: floating around on the Circus Sports app this morning, and I was looking at the exacta odds. So you could, for example, you could do Texas over OU. One that I saw was K state over Iowa state in Dallas at 300 to one. <laughs> that's, that, that's some pretty crazy odds. I don't think that's going to happen, but a Farmageddon again and back to back weeks would be crazy. So
0: that's essentially saying they match up last week of the regular season
1: and then they play and again. Then that's
0: the matchup for the conference championship. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. I would not advise anyone to take that bet. But one bet that I would say it's not a bad idea. Next week, week zero, Aiden, two guys named Chris, Matty Van Wink, they're gonna be in Vegas for week zero. And the biggest game of week zero is Florida at Utah. I love, I love the Utes by seven. I don't know about you, but that's that's what I think. And if if you want to bet, please be sure to bet responsibly on Circus Sports Iowa.
0: What makes you so high on the Utes in that one? Because I, I think they're really pretty good. I will say that, but I also think Napier and Florida need to make some noises here.
1: I think they need to, and I don't know if they will. And Utah we've seen since they've joined the big 12 or even a year before that their fan base is rampant. I think they're going to be pretty good again. It's a home game, which you usually don't get in week zero. A lot of the time like that for sure. A lot of the time, those are neutral site games. Mm -hmm. You you go play in Vegas and Dallas, at the sugar bowl. But I I just think from the sheer fact that it's week zero and Utah is, is typically pretty good at the beginning of the season. And Utah is actually ranked 14th in the AP poll that was released earlier this week. And if we're looking ahead a year to the 2024 big 12, Utah is actually the highest ranked future big 12, or they're the highest ranked big 12 member. So Texas is the highest big 12 member. Currently they're ranked 11th. But when I was typing out this, this AP poll, it it was kind of crazy to look the entire top 12 is sec big 10. If we're talking 2024 or pretty much in bed with the sec, you've got So the only two teams that won't be in the Big Ten or SEC as of now in 2024 are Florida State and Clemson, two schools that have been open about wanting to get as far away from the ACC as possible, and that Florida State's been incredibly open about that. By the way, it's just crazy to look just at that. It's the parity in college football spread across the conferences isn't going to be there anymore, but. If we focus in present tense, we've got Texas, K State, TCU, and OU all ranked of the current Big Twelve teams. What's uh what's your immediate thoughts on that? So I'll be honest,
0: and I've I learned pretty quickly, Jake and Aiden, that Texas does not have many fans where we are here. And it seems like they're one of the kind of most uh probably hated teams around here, obviously, along with Iowa and, and a couple other teams. I personally think they have so much talent this year. Like they, they almost have to do something. Or even though Coach Sark has made so much noise on the recruiting trail, you you got to start questioning things. Really, if they don't, I mean, their their roster is. You know, they they obviously lost some top flight players, including at the running back position. But I think that there's a reason that a lot of people are picking them. I'm not sure I would have had them. Eleven. I'd maybe have them couple slots down but but I do think that they're you know really in a talented spot this season a couple other things that stood out to me I think TCU I'm not quite as high on them I need to take another look at their schedule Jake but just with the amount of players they lost specifically offensively some of the big names but you know defensively including a couple stud corners I think they're a little high People really buying into Will Howard and K-State. I do think Oklahoma will bounce back. And I think Iowa, I could have seen them in kind of that 22 to 25 range. I also could have seen them out of the rankings because I think that they're putting a lot of stock into, you know, that new offense with Cade McNamara. But I do think that defense will be pretty solid as well, Jake.
1: So I want to go back to Texas. I am going to be the one that questions Texas. I, I get why they're the favorites that there's no doubt they have the most talent, but they've had the most talent every single year since Colt McCoy was there other than OU. But it's not like when OU was winning all of those big 12 championships and going to the playoff. It's not like their talent was substantially that much more than Texas. And right now, if you go to Circus Sports, uh, y- you could do something that I would not advise, and you could bet Texas straight up to win the Big 12 at plus 105. That's the same odds as playing blackjack. So <laughs> if you're even considering betting on Texas to win the Big 12, just go just go play some blackjack. Or you could bet the Cubs at minus 150 to make the playoffs. Because I just don't that buy- high for the Cubs. Oh yeah, they're making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Cubs are back. I don't, yeah. Cubs are Cubs are back. so back. I they're, they're so I didn't realize back. The
0: odds were at that spot, but all right. Yeah, I they're love they're it. so
1: back. But Texas, I just I'm not gonna believe it until I see it. Should they be the favorites? Yes. Would I pick them to win? Maybe. Uh, I just have I have no reason to believe when they haven't done anything since Colt McCoy was there. And I was in third grade when that happened. It's just, they've always had the money. I don't think they have the culture and I know Quinn Ewers is good. Do I think that he should be the fourth longest odds for Heisman? I don't probably not. No. I mean, he's, I think the potential's there, but I I saw him,
0: you know, I was live for the Iowa state, Texas game. He needs to be a lot more consistent. He does, and and I think that some of the accuracy has to come along a little bit. Uh, His leadership, you know, I think he's done some things this offseason to really try to take that next step. Texas, it just, a program like that gets a lot of kind of buzz and eyes on it, Jake, but I do think the talent is there, and quite frankly, I think the Big 12 is pretty wide open. That was kind of a sentiment that we talked about at Media Days And I really believe it. I don't think you'd be shocking if like six or seven teams won this thing. Like if you chose one of those five, six, seven teams, I really don't. I think similar to basketball and a beautiful thing about this conference is just the, the every day, every night, every week levels of competition.
1: Yeah. So I'm pulling up their schedule right now. They go to Alabama. Actually, I'm not sure if they go to them or if it's a neutral site game. It is, it is on the road at Alabama. So that's, that's a really, really long shot, but I have no doubt in my mind that Texas is going to show up for that game and be wildly competitive. I don't know if they'll win it, but I, I think it says a lot about Texas that I'm more confident about them going to Alabama week two than I am them going to Houston on October 24, 21st, or them going to Iowa state on November 18th. And that's where I think it falls in line with Texas just not living up to their standard ever. But getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology,
1: real world results. That's SAP Business AI. We can we can move up or move on from the AP poll to some more important news. I don't know if you saw this, <laughs> but Brent Yormark announced yesterday that Nelly is going to be at the 2023 Big 12 Championship game as the halftime show. I think it's awesome. I, I think Nelly, he's not he's not on any Mount Rushmore of artists or anything like that, but he just feels kind of Big 12. <laughs> he feel, I, I don't know how to explain it. I know he's old school and St. Louis and you know, your mark certainly in at least kind of big 12. Yeah. It's Heartland big 12 country. country. It's it's big 12 flyover country. No, no teams in Missouri currently, <laughs> but I thought I had the idea of who would you rather have other than Nelly? We all brought three. And then I think we actually got three from CW on the golf course yesterday, but Nick, let's start with you. Who would your, who would your three be?
0: Yeah. So I, am a big fan of the Nelly choice. You know, he was, he certainly uh, was the artist for a couple of my first, you know, CDs growing up. Hope that doesn't age me too much here, Jake, but I, a couple names. So I, I thought of chance the rapper pretty quickly. I was actually supposed to see him in concert pretty soon. So that was an easy one for me. Uh, You know, hopefully, friend of the show, Vivi, uh, my girlfriend. Hopefully, she takes a look at this. Another pick would be Cardi B. (laughs) We have seen her together. I I think she would be up there for me. And then,
1: wait, 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 wait. I there's something that I forgot to mention in the intros of the show. What's up with CW and Cardi B? So we were (laughs) in the lap. (laughs) We we were on. I don't even remember what t box it was yesterday. But Williams is playing music all day. The first song I remember him playing was the Atlanta Braves Tomahawk chant. And then it went to Brooks and Dunn. And then we're on hold probably 15. And he's like, Jake, you better tweet this. You've never golfed until you've played golf with Chris Williams. And he plays WAP on the tee box. And I'm so glad I stopped filming because after his tee shot, he started doing the WAP. It was... It was horrifying. It would have been an all-time clip. Yeah, I, but it it might have put us in a bad spot with our sponsors. <laughs> I I think probably would have. <laughs> but uh, he actually didn't do it. At least I hope not not while we were on the course. But Cardi B, that's a that's an interesting pick. But I like it. What, what's your what's your final one? Pretty loyal to that. Yeah, from kind of
0: when uh, when she really got famous, and then I was struggling to think of a third. Um, you know that I really kind of. Felt good and comfortable sharing on the show. Driving over here and Piano Man by Billy Joel oh, came yeah. on. And obviously, you know, he's got many great hits. I've heard he's a terrific live performer. So those would be three of the first few names really
1: that came to mind there, guys. So let's go to Aiden. Yeah, we'll go to Aiden and then how about I read CWs and lead into mine? Yeah. That, that sounds, sounds good? good. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: So my first pick, you know, talking about someone who can really put on a show. <laughs> You might have to extend the halftime show. I don't know. Probably the halftime are. show might be the main event of the big 12 championship game.
1: Do you, do you hate the eight full eight? Taylor Swift oh might be a gosh. bigger deal than the big 12. You're kidding.
2: Just saying. I think realistically, if Taylor Swift was a halftime show, Swifties would buy out.
1: Why, why would we want Swifties at the big 12 Put championship? Man. She puts on a show. That's what I based Speaking from experience, yes. correct? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Do you know who else can put on a show? Mike Gundy. <laughs> yeah, throw, give Neil Brown.
2: Actually, Mike Gundy is a good segue into my next pick because he was on stage with this guy uh, like two weeks ago, I think. Zach Bryan.
1: That's a great pick, Aiden. You Zach redeemed Bryan. yourself completely. Yeah.
2: Another guy who just puts on a friggin' show.
0: Man, I love you guys. I just, I'm not big into the country. I got to say, I'm sorry.
1: I think Zach Bryan is amazing.
2: Yeah, he's He's got a it lot of fans around incredible. here, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Then uh, I can't believe it wasn't this for my third pick. I thought it was going to be this, honestly. Garth Brooks. Oh, Big that's- 12 <laughs> ambassador. Garth Brooks. <laughs> he is. I thought it was a layup that he was going to be the halftime show. But
1: <laughs> I, I just don't put him in like him and Brent Yormark in the same room. But maybe that's just me. I- well, Garth
2: Brooks has a role with the big 12, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he does. But I I guess I just think your Mark, Jay-Z. And Garth Brooks. And and Garth Brooks. (laughs) The big three. So for CWs, of course, Mark Chestnut, which I couldn't tell you a Mark Chestnut song, but I know that he's a... You definitely know one Mark Chestnut song. Which one is it? Can you sing it for us? No. Do you know...
2: I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith? Oh yeah. That's yeah. Mark Chestnut. What? That's his song. The more you know. Okay. 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 I'm a Mark Chestnut. You know. uh, he also said
1: C C-Dub, Dub's favorite song
2: is going through the big D and meet Dallas.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll um uh, we'll move on to his next pick, which is very, very this was this if you go to Circus Sports Iowa and looked at futures for future Big Twelve Championship halftime shows, this would probably be the, the best odds hologram Tupac maybe long. Odds, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think we need to say anything more about that. And then, so CW and I had a crossover for our, for our picks, George Strait, which I think that goes without saying he's, he's Texas. He, he is Texas. He's the most Texas guy maybe to ever live. And I'm excited about Jake's other two picks though. Aiden. So w- which one do you want first? You want one or two? Two first. Okay. I think you got to end with a one. So this is just playing completely into my, into my music taste. So I have a playlist on Spotify that I started back when I was high sc- in high school. It's called, I have a bad taste in music. <laughs> and that's, that is literally what the case is. So I'm going to go with Playboy Cardi. I don't, I don't know if too many of our fans know much about Playboy Cardi. I know for a fact, that two guys named Chris don't know who Playboy Cardi is. I've got a little little bit of Playboy Cardi. But I'm just going to take you through the first four songs that are on this playlist. It's Magnolia by Playboy Cardi, Santeria by Sublime, (laughs) What's My Age Again, and Swimming Pools. So that's my music taste is all over the place. And I just kind of mentioned it some... I don't even know what genre you want to put these guys in, but they have the greatest halftime performance in the history of sports. It's creed. And they did it (laughs) in Dallas. I don't know, Aiden, do you have the video of them singing? Can you take me higher? higher. And they're they're floating around the stadium. It's gold. If that, if that didn't come through your Mark's head, hopefully they just big timed him, And they're like, yeah, we've, we've we've performed, we've performed for the Dallas Cowboys. Do you think we would come to the big 12? (laughs) But I would, I'm not a Creed fan by any means, but I think they would be an incredible, an incredible halftime show. And that was actually a pretty good impression. (laughs) And if it was like, let's say do it in 2026, because I think they did that halftime show in 2001, 25 year anniversary. It's just, it's in the stars. It's got to (laughs) happen. So I think we're going to put a bow on this. But we'll finish with just a, a quick little... Uh, did you watch episode two of Hard Knocks? So, you know, not going to lie to you or, or our fans. It's been a busy week. I'm one
0: episode behind, but I do know who a major focus of that show Aiden, was. did, of did that you episode.
1: watch?
2: I have not been able to okay, watch Okay, it, so I'm the only one watch that's watched.
1: And full. You're, you're the only one. So yeah. I will give a, a very good endorsement for it and everyone that's listening. It was the Will McDonald episode. Of mm-hmm. course, it still followed around Aaron Rodgers a lot and... Sauce actually didn't really wait. Sauce. Where have I heard sauce, that name? Sauce. That's uh oh, sauce. Williams Sauce Williams. <laughs> he sent a text the other day.
2: He says, Hey, why don't you guys call me sauce. <laughs> 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 but will McDonald was
0: a, was a heavy focus. And, you know, quite honestly, Jake, I've gotten this sense. I think a lot of people around here, you know, excited about a first round pick of course. And I think a lot of people knew what will McDonald could do, but I think that it's getting new to people. Some of his story, we had a funny moment with John Haycock at the presser this week. Uh, you know, he had talked about how Will wasn't riding around on his skateboard too much here because it was obviously just, you know, a a worry. People wanted him to stay healthy, not get injured. There have been some clips, Uh, of of Will kind of riding in on a skateboard in New York with the Jets and then if we're just talking sheer football Jake I think that he's shown some of his array of you know sack and pass rushing moves pretty quickly obviously one clip that was kind of getting around this week I'm sure Cyclones fans loved was his spin move that he did and that it worked not just on anybody but of course, on former Iowa lineman, uh, Tristan Wirfs. So I'm getting the sense that while there's already been excitement about Will and the first round pick and the Jets on the field, he may make some noise a little bit earlier than some may have expected as well.
1: Yeah. He he looked good and he also looked good in a, I don't know what you call it, a, a nail salon, tattoo parlor. He was just getting everything pierced. He was getting his eyebrow pierced. He was getting his nose pierced. I don't know if, I can't watch that stuff. So that's what I had not seen yet. Was, <laughs> and that's a little tough. But I think the eyebrow for me picturing that would hurt. So <laughs> I I got it because I've interviewed Will, and he's such a unique guy. He's not the type that you just want to sit across from you and talk with. You gotta like get him out of, or maybe that was getting him in his comfort zone and just being Will McDonald because he's a, he's a unique dude, but it, it was really cool to see that side of him. And I would guess with the uh, whole Dalvin cook signing and Brees hall being activated, I guess we're going to have a lot to talk about next week after that third episode of hard knocks. But for now, I, I don't have anything else. We'll, we'll be here all football season, talking big 12, anything big we missed? Yeah. So we'll Aiden. be here. I was just going to add, you know, live soonish. And those
0: will, uh, you know, our shows will generally be when we do live at two 30 central, I believe 2:30. during football season. okay.
1: Maybe I was thinking 11, because that's what time we did this today <laughs> <laughs> that would line up, <laughs> that would, that would line up, but we want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of firmly entrenched in the channel seeds studio. What a beautiful studio. I think I'm going to play some NBA jam after this, <laughs> but. For Nick Osen, Aiden White, I'm Jake Brand. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to listen to everything on Iowa Everywhere all season long. Iowa Everywhere.